Hello and welcome to Darling, You're Different, a collaborative podcast that strives to unpack and question the obstacles that may be stopping you from achieving your full potential. My name is Charlotte and I am here to ultimately help you live a healthier, happier and more successful life. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Darling, You're Different. Today's guest is someone that was emotionally and financially broke at the age of 21 and became financially free at 23. He has gone on to build a six-figure online business in the network marketing space. He has spoken on stages of crowds up to 5,000 people in many different countries and has shared the stage with people like Darren Hardy and Joel Brown. He is the host of the Dream Out Loud podcast, which is ranked in the top 10 for self-improvement and entrepreneurship in all of Australia. He has also founded the Dream Out Loud Method, a three-day transformational program designed to help millennials break through in all areas of their life and build their dream life. He has a huge passion for helping other young people find their true potential and helping them to build a life they don't need a vacation from. So with great privilege, I would love to welcome... Morgan T. Nelson. <laughs> Hello, legend. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm freaking fired up for your show to be launching. I'm fired up to be having a chat with you. And I'm really excited to give some value to all of your, your listeners. Yes, thank you so much. And I truly know that everything that you do, and I know we'll touch on a lot of it, but everything you encompass is already so much value. So thank you for being here. Oh, I appreciate you. Cool. So before we jump into it, I thought we could do a couple of little questions just so my listeners can get to know you and what you're yeah. about. Let's cool. do it. So how old are you? I'm 28. And where are you from and where are you living? I'm from the Gold Coast originally, and I'm back living on the Gold Coast after spending years traveling around living in Bali, Mexico and the States. But uh, yeah, back on the Gold Coast now. Love that. Now, what does happiness mean to you? Oh, what does happiness mean to me is living a life that really just excites you in according to your values. I think like living a life that's happy really means as doing the things that you're programmed to actually enjoy. And yeah, I say program because I think we've all been actually programmed to have individual values. That's why we're all so unique. And when we're living a life that is meaningful to us, it's, it's a life that's happy. See, sometimes people think that happiness is you know, having a Maserati, having a Rolex, having a million dollar, whatever the hell, right? There's always misconceptions of what happiness should be. But what we need to be mindful of is everyone out there who's putting these videos out, and even what I'm saying right now is I'm just expressing what I believe an opinion is onto you and you've got to discover what it is for you. So what I truly believe happiness is, is living a life that's truly successful to you according to your highest values. Yes, I love that. And I just love that question because it's so true and it's different to every single person. Now, I love this next question, but what is something that you have learned this week? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't even know what today is. Today is Friday. I'm really playing a lot more like my, my company's scaling right now. 
you know, so we're in like growth phase and we're scaling up and hiring team. And one thing I'm continually learning every single day is how to be a better leader inside of my team, inside my organization. And I'm playing a lot with like marketing stuff now, like marketing funnels and campaigns and all this kind of shit. And it's really funny. Like if you go back and ask the guy, the carpenter who I was, you know, six years ago, if you tell him that I'd be doing this now, it's like, this is crazy. Uh, and learning TikTok as well. I've started my TikTok <laughs> account this week. Um, Are you actually? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, like, yeah, it's funny. So learning TikTok and, and marketing stuff is really, really fascinating. Oh, I'm excited to see what you create there. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mords, let's jump straight into it. I want to know what makes you different. What makes me different to who? Yeah. To everyone and anyone, what makes you stand out from society? Why, like we'll touch on your business, but why are you successful? Why are you different? Mm. So here's the thing. I'm not different to anybody. I think we're all like, if people are going to look at this and be like, like, why am I different? You know, I've I've done some cool shit at a young age and whatever. And if people look at this and go, well, he's different. That's why he could do it. That's why I can't do it. Then it's not empowering for people. Because what I truly believe is, like I'm just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I I grew up in an average as hell household. I struggled. I got bullied. I went through depression and drugs and alcohol and fighting and violence and gangs and all this shit. I've failed more times than most people have even tried at things. I guess what makes me different is I just keep getting up. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the thing. You know, I I think. We can't really control in life what happens to us. The only thing that we can control is how we respond to what happens to us. So what I've got really good at doing is figuring out, you know, when things are happening in my life is how am I going to respond versus react? And most people live in a world where they, they're reactive. You know, they wake up first thing in the morning and they turn their phone on while they're still in bed and they scroll social media. What this actually does inside the brain, it forces, you know, the chemicals inside of our head to already start to be reactive right? So we're getting these dopamine hits instantly, right? So then what puts it, what happens then we're in a state of reactive all day long. So what happens is you walk into the office and someone says, Hey, you want a coffee? And you're like, ah, fuck. And you just, you're like, just reactive straight away. I know people probably listen to this like, Oh my God, that's what I do. Yeah. You know, and little things all day long can just trigger or spike this thing. And it's just reactive. And what happens is all day long, what we're actually trying to do is just get through the day and survive. Then we come home, we pour a glass of red wine. And we're like, oh my God, thank fuck. Another day is done. I don't have to do that again until tomorrow, right? <laughs> but if we start these little tiny things where if we wake up and our phone's not on and it's on airplane mode and we wake up and we list things that we're grateful for and we start to actually raise the vibration inside of our body and we focus on things that we want versus things we don't want. We focus on things that we're proud about ourselves, not the little pimple that's in the mirror that we need to get. That's not right. And we focus on things like this and appreciation, love and joy and happiness. And we start to actually go through life a little bit more blissful and we start to respond to things. Right. So the one thing I guess I've really sort of definitely not mastered, like I don't have mastered shit in my life is life is a journey, you know, and it's the journey of just continual growth and improvement. But what you asked the question of what's making me different is really that I've just, I've just been more consciously aware of when things are happening to me in life. I asked the question, is this happening to me or how, and then I, I switch it and I say, how might this be happening for me? 
and I reframe every single thing in my life and I put it onto a positive light and I think, well, how might this be happening for me? Someone caught me off in traffic. Someone quit. Someone did this. A client left, blah, blah, blah. How is this happening for me? And then the second question is, how am I going to respond from this? Not react. See, most people go into a victim mindset and they blame and they're like, fuck, you know, blah, blah, blah. This happened to me. Poor me, poor me. Then they react and they go to their emotional home. Everybody has an emotional home. It's anger or sadness, depression, anxiety, frustration, you know, all these types of things. And they go to what they feel comfortable with. So I've spent years developing my emotional home to just be fun and play and joy. So yeah, I guess I don't like to use the word difference. I really think like we're all the exact same. And anyone listening to this right now, that's like, man, I wish I did that too. You 100% can. Just imagine, you know, if you, you see the people who compete in their body competitions and stuff and they get up on stage and their, their body looks like it's that it's filled with a, a condom filled with walnuts. That's what their body <laughs> looks like, right? And you're like, holy shit, how can I create that? You can also create that, right? We can yeah. all have anything in life we want if we're willing to do exactly what that person did. So are we willing to put in the reps at the gym for years? Yeah. Are we willing to get the coaches, get teachers how to pose like that? Are we willing to get a personal trainer coach tell us how to eat properly, how to run our bodies? Are we, you know, So if you want the results, you ask yourself the question, are you willing to actually do the work and invest the time, energy, and money that's required to have what you want? Yes. I love that so much. And all I could think about is we're what, five minutes in and I'm like, hot damn, I've learned so much already. And I know the <laughs> listeners would have already. So what I kind of got away from all of that is, yes, it's about reframing the mind, but it's also about unlearning behaviors that we've spent so long building. And I know that's something that you've taught a lot in your work. So I guess what do you think, I guess, should be implemented from young ages, from the education system that isn't currently? Building self-esteem. This, this is the thing. I didn't even know what it meant until literally a few years ago when I had a complete burnout and breakdown in my life. And I thought I had shit cranking. Hmm. Here I was being interviewed on stage in front of 6,000 people by a billionaire, hitting all the goals that I thought I wanted. And, and then to get off stage and be like, I just can't wait for it all to be over. I'm over it. Because everyone around me was telling me how good I was. I was doing all these things, but I didn't believe it to myself. And I started to do all this work. And I was like, why is this happening? What's happening inside of me? And what I realized was my self-esteem just wasn't that high because I, I never learned. I never knew what it was. My self-love. I always thought it was just this mushy shit that women do. And they sit on the beach and hold hands and cry. And I'm like, <laughs> we don't do that. You know? Yeah, for sure. And so what I, what I think is, you know, if, like I'm glad you said the unlearning thing because like you've, you've done my programs, right? And yeah. Like I say, I think like one of the opening things I say at my three-day event, I say, I'm like, you guys have just invested money, time and energy to be here. And you're probably thinking that I'm going to teach you a heap of shit. I'm going to burst you bubble right now. I'm not here to actually teach you. I'm here <laughs> for you guys to unlearn what you've already learned because you're born perfect. You're born a freaking miracle. Did you know that? The chances of you being born is one in 400 trillion. Mm -hmm. And then let's weigh up the chances of you being born and me being born and us having this conversation is astronomical. So the fact that we're already here is just insane. Absolutely insane. But then what happens is through life, we start to, you know, and everyone's doing the best they can with all the information they have right now. 
So when we think back to childhood trauma or anything like that, I'm like, well, mom did this to me, dad did this, uncle, blah, blah, blah. We think about all this stuff. It's like that happened to me. An event happened to me. But what happened in the mind of a child is we created a meaning because we're meaning making machines. We create a meaning. We create a story. And therefore, it turned into a problem. And we help, we've held that problem. And, and then our life has just turned into this gigantic snowball of freaking problems, right? Yeah. But what is very important to do is start to just uncover those things. So one of the things that I've actually have been instilled in me that I've learned that possibly isn't serving me. So life is massively about a journey of unlearning the things. But if we were to talk about, you know, what should really be sort of taught in schools and things like this is, you know, building self-esteem. I literally had a teacher reach out to me. She, she teaches a school in California. Okay. She reached out on Instagram. She said, she replied to one of my podcasts and I was talking about goals or something. And she's like, this is so incredible. How can I teach this to my kids? Blah, blah, blah. And I, what, I, what we're actually going to do, I said, I said, what, how old are they? She said, they're in grade four. So I uh, know they're pretty young. I don't know how old that is, but maybe nine. Uh, yep. I said to her, I said, how about we organize a Zoom call and I'll just Zoom in and I'll, I'll talk to your kids. Cause she's been showing my podcast and stuff to her kids That's and she's so like, they're cool. loving it. I'm like, this is phenomenal. So how do I zoom in and we'll have a conversation with the kids. So we're going to organize this, but here's the, here's the two biggest things I, I really wish people will start to get from a younger age. The first one is this is building just a better, better self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So imagine if we were to actually go to school and the first thing we wrote instead of, all right, get out your books and let me, let me talk down to you. And if you don't do this, then you'll be punished. And we have all this fear and stuff. Imagine if we sat down and said, okay, kids, what I want you to do, it's Monday morning. I want you to write down one intention for the week. And what's one thing that you did good last week? Mm. And then they start to reflect of how good they are. They go, wow, you know, actually, I, yeah, I made my bed this week. Like, oh, I actually ate all my, that's actually, yeah, like I made my mom happy. That was pretty good. And they start to think about these things. And then on a Friday, they go, okay, what's three things you did well this week? And they start to just reflect on things that they're currently good at because success breeds success. So if we focus on the things that we've already done well, we're going to actually like create more neuro associations to it, but we're going to want it more. Yeah. Okay, so if we start to breed, like speak about more success, it feels good. We like it. We're going to do more of it. But instead, and especially in Australia, what happens is, what happens is this. Oh, I got an award today. Oh, don't get a big head. Yes. Don't be, don't be too cocky. Oh, don't. You know, I grew up, I grew up with this. Oh, don't tell him that. He'll get a big head. He'll think he'll get ahead of himself. Oh, no. No, no, no. Don't tell the kid that what he did was really good because he might believe in himself. Oh, no. <laughs> don't tell him that. Yeah. That's the that's what we grew up with, especially in Australia. What I love about Americans is in America that it's 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 so crazy, positively encouraging to each other. Where you think they're being sarcastic. The first time I went there, I thought I was like, these guys taking the piss out of me. They're so supportive. <laughs> Are they? They're being sarcastic. They're legit. They're like, dude, really? like, think big man. Of course you can do that. You've got this. You guys in America, in Australia. Like literally things like this, or you know, don't tell them that you, you don't want to be top of the class. You'll, you know, because it's just this tall poppy syndrome shit. So imagine if things like this, building self-esteem, we're actually being proud of the things that you've done. If you've accomplished things, you've got every freaking right to be proud of that. Mm. And some of you might be thinking, well, I don't have anything to accomplish. Yeah, you do. You pass that, you pass that test when you're in grade six. You come first in that run. Hell, you participated in that thing when you sh- when you also could not have. 
There's so many things that we need to start celebrating the success of the things that we actually do. Celebrate the things you want more of. And if you're Mm. a parent listening to this, start celebrating inside of your kids the things that you want to see them do more of. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing is this, is really understanding what fear really, really is and how how important fear is. So this is the thing I was talking to the the teacher in California about because she said, a lot of my students have a big fear to fail their test. And how can I help them understand that failure is actually a good thing? Because she was listening to my podcast and I said, failure is actually incredible. You should, you should embrace it. You should bring it in. And because this is what happens in, in, the, in school. We do a test and if we fail, what happens? We then get put into the bucket of you're not smart. You're not good enough. You can't do that. You can't amount to much. And if it's continual, <laughs> you'll get punished. Yes. It's got bad grades. Punish him by giving him a tutor. Punish him by letting him stay back. Punish him yeah. with attention. La, la, la. So we start to associate that the more we fail, the more it's bad. We'll, we'll get punished. It's not good. It's not good. Then what happens is we go into the real world and we have this dream. We have this idea. We have a business idea. We want to start a podcast. We want to start a business. We want to do this. We want to do that. We want to become successful. And then we go, but what if I fail? And then we don't do it because like, well, if we don't fail, if we fail, if, what if I take action towards everything I want and it doesn't work out? How we've mm. been programmed to believe is that that means that we're shit. That means we're not good, that we're not smart. We're not good enough. We're not worthy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in the reality is this, there is no straight lines in the universe. There is no straight lines <laughs> to success. You will zig and you will zag your way there. You will have a win and you'll have a fail. You'll have a win and you'll have a fail. But the failure is nothing other than feedback. It's yeah. course corrections. So I, in, in my life, in my business and everything, I look for how can I fail the fastest, the hardest, and the most consistently. Like I believe in how you do one thing is how you do everything. Okay. And I'm a consistent guy. I fail consistently because I'm consistently looking for it. I'm like, I want to fail as much as I can because that's feedback for me. When I see feedback, okay, that didn't work. Cool. What do I need to change next time? How can I do it differently? Do more of that. Do less of that. Great. Now do it again. Let's test again. Well, that time it worked. Great. Do more of that then. And then eventually it doesn't work. Okay, cool. Not work anymore. What can we change? That's that's what the world's all about. So I wish that in school, we actually started to have a positive reassociation to what fear is and that there should not be any fear around failing a test. However, if you fail a test, what I believe in is going, great, let's have some feedback on this test. What could you have done better to improve your outcome of the test? Great. Okay. Oh, well, little Johnny, you just didn't study at all. You completely winged it. And that's all well and good, but there's certain things in life that you kind of need to prepare a little bit for because it's going to help you get a better outcome. And you want the outcome, don't you? And then Johnny's going to be like, yeah, I want the outcome. Great. So what if next time you just studied one hour a day for the week leading up to it and maybe you just had a little bit more fun while you were learning because you can see you don't really like the subject. What if you had a little bit more fun and you did it? Would you get a better test result? I'm not sure, but how about I'll try it and then we'll just Mm. see you know, instead of going, you have failed, you're crap, and then labeling kids. And then they're so fast these days to label kids with learning disabilities, ADHD, blah, blah, blah. When in fact, they're just uninspired about learning the half the mm-hmm. shit that they teach us in school. And it's so true. Like you look at 
school and I was thinking about this myself the other day, you literally go to a class, you open a book, you get told what to do, you have to read the book and then write something. Like that's the only way that they're doing it. And not saying schools are bad. I love school, promote school, all that good stuff, but there's only one way they're going about it. So why not change it a bit? Yeah, hundred sure. percent. It's like I like I don't know how reading To Kill a Mockingbird has helped me in my life. No, <laughs> like yeah, all those school books. You're like, how many? Like, how is this going to help me in life? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but you know, like I'm sure every, everything has their reason, and like I, I totally agree with you. Like, I'm not, I'm not budging. I think teachers, like, <laughs> they should get paid a lot more and all of that. However, I, I think learning. I think learning just from one person or one source, that's, that's the problem, you know? So if kids going through school and stuff these days, like, but then also here's the thing, what worked, the school system has worked for the last century because it's created really good employees to build the economy. Yeah. But guess what? The next generation isn't about good employees. It's about good entrepreneurs. We, we need, we need more entrepreneurs. We need more spokespeople. We need more freaking leaders in the next century. And, and that's where I th- I'm starting to see a big, a big pivot. I'm not sure if it's happening in schools, but it's happening. That's why I love, I, I'll get on podcasts like this and talk about it. That's why I have my podcast, my events and all this stuff, because I'm about helping people reprogram their mind to create a, a more extraordinary life because it's, it's completely there for us. We've just got to learn the how. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned your program because I cannot vouch for your dream out loud method enough, but we know that you've created this system, but and I know you as a person has been someone that's been told what they should and shouldn't do in schools. Like you've had teachers that have said, don't do speaking, don't do teaching <laughs> because you're just not going to be good enough for it. So how does someone that's been told this growing up turn that around and decide to have a business in teaching people, in speaking every day, in writing? Like what happened there? Yeah, well, look, it, it definitely wasn't like an overnight thing. Obviously, like I didn't go from teachers telling me, you know, I've never been labeled dyslexic, but what I found out later in life is like 100% M. I've, <laughs> I, I can barely read, you know, but but in the past, that's what, right? But now I love reading. And yeah. and so what happened was back in school, I think what really happened was what I've always valued is learning. I've always been fascinated with learning. I've just been obsessed with growth and like the unknown and what else is there out there that I don't know yet? There's so much information. And in school, I associate learning was, was with boring crap, not needed and all the stuff because they told me that, okay, well, you need to read this book to pass. And I'm like, well, I can't read. I didn't know why I couldn't. I just couldn't. And then I thought well, learning sucks. So for so long, I thought I was like, well, screw this. I don't want anything to do with it. And then what happened was I had this desire inside to create a different life. I wanted to create more income. I wanted to travel the world. I want to have freedom. I want to do all this stuff. And what happened was I, I, you know, I started my first online business at 21 because here's, here's, the, here's the really thing. Well, actually, I'll share one thing and I'll come back to the, the herd, but I started my first online business and a friend, he gave me a personal development tape. And it was by the name of a guy called Jim Rohn. Now Jim Rohn is like the OG of OGs and it comes to personal development. And there's just a few things that he said just really got stuck in my head. It's like, you know, for things to change, you must change. You know, he's like, don't wish things were easier. Wish you were better. Things like this. And I was like, wow, this is, because here I am trying to blame all the things in my life going, I wish it was just easier for me, blah, blah, blah but that's not going to create any radical shift in our life. 
But if I start asking the question and say, how can I get better? And I get obsessed with the answer going like, like, how can I just get better every single day? I'm not wishing that it was easier for me. My life's not easier than, in fact, my life's pretty freaking challenging. I'm growing up. I've got, I've got two businesses and my own podcast, right? And it's, yeah. it's the podcast it's is lot. the business. And it's like, it's, it's a lot. Like I got a lot happening. I have, I have a team, I have staff. It's, it's challenging. However, I've developed myself so, so much where they're little challenges. Mm. Where if we're, a, if we're a level five person, we see, a level seven problem, we think that's a big problem. Yeah. But if we become a level nine person and we look at a level seven problem, we say, well, that's a small problem. So it's not about trying to lower the problems or get rid of the problems in our life. There's always going to be problems. There's always problems. But the thing is, is you've got to get to work on becoming a better person. So when you look at these problems, you get that little, I can crush them. Yeah. Because the problems that I deal with on a day-to-day basis would, would freaking crush most people where they're like, or I'm like, hmm, this is challenging. Quick 10 minutes. Okay, just do this, this, move it, done. And we just move on with it, right? But I've just developed myself. But, you know, if anyone, like when I, you know, this is the thing. So when I was in school, this what happened. We're, we're, we're animals. We're mammals. We're human beings. We're, we, yeah. are, we are, you know, we live in a herd mentality, okay? Based off the herd that you surround yourself with will determine the standard of life in which you play. So... When I was in school, I was hanging around with the herd and, you know, there was always, there's the ringleader, right? It's the, the pecking order. The ringleaders are the teachers, the principals. This is what you must do. La, 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 la. So then they convince you after a while that this is, this is how you conform. So when you go into a herd, if you've ever, ever seen, like I started to hear this story a little while ago and I was, I was on YouTube and I was watching all this random, you know, when you type in YouTube and you're like, you type in like, Justin Bieber song. And three videos later, you're watching some random videos yes. in the wild, right? So this is what happened to me. And I'm watching this video on how introducing a new horse into a herd and what happens. And they were like, how to introduce a new horse safely, how to introduce a horse into the wild. And I'm like, what do you mean safely? Don't you just kick it into the freaking thing? Please go horse. I'm a little fittest. Yeah. <laughs> no. So what happens is the horse comes in and it has to find its order. Okay, so the other horses, how they put it into order and teach the new horse how to react and how to how to act in that new environment, they'll bite it, bite it on the ass, they'll kick it, they'll literally just like turn around and kick it, and they're they're biting and they're going into their face and they're like, and they're just they're they're really like, you know, and they're telling you this is how it's gonna be. Yeah, knowing that that's exactly how we are. We are mammals. We have a there's a pecking order. There's you know, the environment and all these sorts of things. What we can do is this. We can't, we can't choose the herd environments, but we can choose the herd environment. So what do I mean? We will always, like we're human beings, we, we need love and connection. We need that. So we will always be around people, okay? Even introverts are around people. However, most people just choose a shitty herd or they just, they just adopt what is there. So when I was at school, the herd there was saying things like, you can't do this, you can't do this, you've got a bad score, you're not going to be successful, blah, blah, blah. So I believed it. And then what eventually happened was I started to peek over the fence and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I noticed that on the other side of the fence is people were living in a world of color. And all yeah. I was doing was living in a world of black and gray. I was like, oh, my God. God. So I turn around and I say to the other horses in the herd, I say, Oh my God, guys, 
they're living in color over here. And they go, get away from that fence. You're an idiot color. What does that even mean? You're, oh, look at him now. He thinks that there's a world of color, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Yeah, of course there's a world of color, but you can't do that because we are just black and gray. And then after a while of trying to convince them, I just realized, you know what, like, well, screw this. Like what, what would happen if, if I lived in a world of color? And I decided to jump over the fence. And most people are afraid to do that because they're afraid of, well, what if I jump the fence and the new pack won't accept me? Or what if I'm not meant for color? Or what if I can't get there? And it comes back to the same thing as what we're talking about. Well, what if I fail? But hey, what if you jump the fence and you get stuck on the fence? And then you just learn how to get over. And then maybe it takes you six months. Or, but you'll eventually figure out, oh, that leap wasn't big enough. Maybe I'll try a bigger leap or whatever. What I'm trying to say is you'll eventually get into the world of color. And that's what happened to me. I jumped into this world. And what started happening here is the exact same shit. It's the exact same shit. There was kicking. There's biting. There's punching. There's all that stuff. But you know what it is? It's saying, stop carrying on like that. Think bigger. You mm-hmm. are deserving of that. You can have that. Stop saying that shit to yourself. Yeah. You want to start a business? You need to go speak to this guy. Invest in yourself. And they say the things to you that you need to hear, not that you want to hear. You know, people in my community, my like my friends, we I'm only friends with people who tell me the shit that I really need to hear. Like they've got no drama saying, hey, Morgan, you've been a bit of a that you were being a bit of a dick. I said, What's that? <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess so. Where other people are like, yes. no, 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 babe, you're beautiful. You know, it's like, <laughs> am I making my point? <laughs> right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. So, so, so the transition heavily was deciding to choose a new herd, choose a new group of people to surround myself with, choose a group of people that were going to raise me up to their standard versus hold me down to their low standard. Mm. Okay. And what I started to realize was I was I I got invited. Okay. Because every single time I want to level up, I think about this. Like, how can I get around people who are thinking bigger than where I'm at right now? I, I moved back to the Gold Coast a couple of years ago when COVID first hit. And I was living in Bali, living in, doing this really cool shit. Come back to Australia and I, I want to start hanging around some different people. And my friend invites me on this yacht party. He goes, hey, come along. Uh, we have this yacht party on next week. I said, cool. What's, what's the party for? He said, well, one of our other friends... He's celebrating making his first million dollar year and it's his birthday as well. I said, wow, it's great. How old is he? So he's 23. I said, wow, first million dollar year, 23. That's, that's phenomenal. I want to be on that boat. So I go, along yeah. to, I go along to this boat ride and every single other person on there, big aspirations, big goals, all this sort of stuff. And I'm standing at the front of the boat and I'm listening because there's this other dude on here. He makes about, making about 300K a month or so, right? He's killing it. Yeah. And so I'm having a conversation with him. We're sitting down. The next minute I hear this conversation happening amongst the herd. There was a bit of kicking going on. And I witnessed it in front of my eyes. And the kicking was this. This other guy comes up. And his name was um, Giuliano. And he comes up to the herd. And he was definitely wiggling his way in, right? And he started a business. And he was making about $30,000, or $40,000 a month, right? Pretty good business. <laughs> And most people, in fact, if he was in the world of black and gray, people would be like, oh, you think you're better than us, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're a rich man, right? Yeah. The conversation over here was this. Oh, my God, what do you mean you're only making thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a month still? Dude, 
when are you going to hurry up and start making your first 100K months? Come on, like stop fucking around. <laughs> hurry up, start making 100K. I was watching the kicking going on in front of me. They were yeah. kicking him in the shape. But you know what they were doing? They were pulling him up to their standard. Mm. And that's what that's all we have in life. The people around us are either holding us down to a low quality of living or they're raising you up to levels and standards and beliefs that you didn't even think were possible. So simply by changing the people that we surround ourselves with will change drastically the outcome of our life. That's what happened for me between 18 and 21. And then the rest is history. Yeah. And it's so true. Like you can either look at life and you can look at your friends and think, oh, but at the end of the day, you have a choice. You can either hang around them and be that same person or you can level up and be even better than you think you could be. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing, nothing, nothing. The fear of wanting more, nothing. The fear of looking into the world of color and being like, sweet, how can I get there? Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you need to get off this podcast and go and tell all your friends that you're better than them. And you don't want to mm-hmm. hang around them anymore. It's not what this is about. However, you've probably got some friends. If and and but some of you might have really amazing friends. That's that's incredible. Most people do have some friends who aren't motivated like them. They're not mm-hmm. ambitious. They're not, you know, they're not driven and, you know, they, they blame, they complain, they justify and they do all these sorts of things. And if that's just not really vibing for you anymore, like I say, love them. However, spend less time with them and spend more time with yourself and we'll spend more time uh, with people taking you to where you want to go. Like it's, it's your life. You're not here to please other people by like, oh, I've got to, they want to catch up with me. I've got to hang out with them. No, like it sounds bad, but like I... <laughs> I have a lot of people, like a lot of friends stuff that are always like, hey, let's catch up, let's do this, this. And I just have to effectively choose how often I catch up with people and how long I catch up with them for. Because mm. I'm just, I'm on a big mission. I'm on a big journey. And, and you know, I, 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 I've got to be, I've got to be very conscious of the energy that I let in. And, yeah. you know, if you've got big dreams, big desires, then you've got to do that as well. I have to put in the work. Now, Morgs, I'm conscious of your time. So where can my listeners find you? Wow, I don't know already. Wow. <laughs> this is a fire episode. Okay, so where can, where can they find me? I've actually got a gift for everybody as well, Charlotte. Hey, awesome. Yeah. I love a good gift. Yes. So they can find me on Instagram. Instagram is the best place for me, at Morgan T. Nelson. Or actually, they can get me on TikTok now too. Uh, yes. At Morgan T. Nelson underscore at the end, I think. I screwed up there. I actually created two accounts. There is a Morgan T. Nelson on TikTok. That is me, but I've only got a couple of videos. That's not the right one. And I don't know how to retrieve it. So get the one that has an underscore at the end of it. My podcast is called Dream Out Loud. It's just all personal development, mindset tricks, mm. hacks, everything to just help you level up your life. Um, so there's a heap of value on there. So go ahead and hit that on iTunes or Spotify or whatever works for you. However, I want to give everybody a free gift today. So I wrote my second book a couple of weeks ago and I haven't told anybody about it yet. So you're literally one of the first people to hear about it. So people on your show are hearing about it before people on my show. Um, (laughs) I wrote a little book. It's super easy to digest for people. It's called The Five Keys to Freedom. So if there's people on here and they actually want to create a life of personal and financial freedom and they're just like, well, how do I even do it? Where do I start? What do I do? Get into this book. 100% 100% yeah. free. I'll give you the link. You can hit the link in the bio, in, in your description. Yeah. Um, get it. Yeah. And if and if you don't like it, then I don't know. I'm sorry. but That's fine. Don't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you'll like it. So go ahead and grab that book. I want to give that to all of you guys here today. Thank you so much. Now, one last question before we end. Is that all right? Yeah. Everything's cool. all right. 
<laughs> what is one piece of advice that changed your life? Stop taking advice from broke and unhappy people. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Darling, You're Different. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star rating and a written review. Also reach out to me on Instagram at charlotte underscore McKinnon and I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. But also, if there are any guests that you think that I should have on this show or any topics that you would like me to discuss, let me know. I want you to go out today and do something to make someone else smile. I am so grateful to each and every one of you. But most importantly, I want you to remember that, darling, you are different. And that is such a good thing.